0: I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small-town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend prayer warrior, or mom who's just starting the journey, all are welcome here. Let's get started. Hey there, friends. This is the last week in our series where I've been reading you devotions straight from our brand new prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Patients. It just released a few weeks ago, and it's now available anywhere books are sold. So I hope that you have already gotten your copy by now or that you will be getting it very soon. This whole series is in response to what became very clear to me when I first started talking about praying for patience. And what I realized is that people are afraid of it. People have all their lives heard it said, don't pray for patience. God will test yours. And that is really scary, to be quite honest. It's not something that we want to invite into our lives. And so what I wanted to do was read a series of devotions from the larger prayer journal to help prove to you that it really isn't that scary to pray and ask God to help you in this area of patience. That's my experience that half the battle is learning what true biblical patience actually is. So today we're going to talk about how we manage our emotions when difficult things happen to our children and the way this impacts our ability to trust God with their lives. I'm going to tell you the story about something that happened that was very personal to my oldest son, and hopefully that will demonstrate exactly what we're talking about. This is day eight from Everyday Prayers for Patients. Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for Him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in His way, by the person who carries out evil plans. Psalm 37, 7. It is so hard to be silent before the Lord and wait on Him to act. Can we just get that off our chests and admit it right from the start? To make it even harder, this verse says we should wait patiently, like we believe with all of our hearts that God's about to move. I don't know about you, but I think I'm more likely to wait impatiently, grumbling, complaining, and struggling to believe that God is going to come through somehow. In my heart, I long to be the kind of woman who is full of faith in the God who can. I want to be someone whose overflow is trust, faith, and joy, but the truth is that I have to work for those things. Maybe you do too. I think it's the more common human experience. In fact, I think long life, maturing and growing in our faith as we face adversity and challenge— Is the classroom where faith, trust, and joy are learned. In the past decade, the Action Bible has helped millions of kids across the world better understand the stories of the Bible. Through vivid illustrations and fast-paced stories, children have engaged in God's Word like never before. Now, in 2024, there is a new edition, the Faith in Action edition, with enhanced features. The Action Bible Faith in Action edition has a new color design, 230 Bible stories, and digital resources that will help kids grow in the knowledge of God's Word. These resources include hundreds of devotionals, prayers, timelines, maps, Bible facts, teaching videos, activities, and more. Additionally, kids will learn about seven major themes of the Bible. These themes include courage, faith, hope, love, service, trust, and wisdom. The Faith in Action Edition is the most complete illustrated Bible for kids. You can purchase your copy today of the Action Bible Faith in Action Edition at Sam's Club, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, or wherever books are sold. You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app. My oldest son loves baseball, and it's been his dream to play college baseball since around age 11. One week to the day after he received an offer to play for our local school, he got hurt in a baseball event. He was throwing from shortstop to first base when the ligament in his throwing arm pulled bone from bone, fracturing his elbow. One week after we were weeping with joy over the fulfillment of his dream, we found ourselves weeping with questions, wondering if he would ever play baseball again. The only question that ran through our minds as we tried to process the whiplash-like circumstances of the last week was, why, Lord? He's been through so much already. He's a good boy. He loves you. He's worked so hard to get here and overcome so much. Why, Lord? Why? I'm a talker. I almost always have something to say, some form of encouragement that I can give to my children, even if I don't have the exact answer they need. But that night, friends, after we got home from urgent care with his arm bound in a temporary cast and his dreams in a puddle at his feet, I had no words. My husband had no words. Even my younger son, who is known for being full of words, stayed quiet. We were silent before the Lord, not because we wanted to be, but because we couldn't be anything else. Mm-hmm. And then God stepped in. An hour or so after we got home from urgent care, my husband got a phone call from our pastor. He had seen my prayer request text to our Sunday school class when Sunday evening service was over and knew he had to come to us. Our pastor is also our friend, and he knows how important and how deeply meaningful this baseball journey had been to us. When our pastor showed up at our door, he came in gently put his hands on our son's shoulder and said, This is a defining moment, but it does not define you. You are more than baseball. If the Lord uses this to redirect you, you needed to be redirected. If he doesn't, he'll show you another way, and the process of it will make you a stronger man. God can handle all your emotions, so be honest with him, but don't turn away from him. If this has to define your road ahead, let it be toward him. It gives me chills even now remembering those words. He prayed with us, and then he went home. The next morning, I woke up with Romans eight twenty eight on my heart. It says, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. I remember writing the story of our son's baseball journey in my prayer journal. God kept reminding me that the verse says all things meaning God works everything, the great, the good, the bad, and the horrible, even the mundane, together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. This potentially devastating injury, it would be used for good too, and we had to trust in that. At school, one of our son's favorite coaches called him into his office. He looked at my son that day with his big bulky makeshift cast on and said, I know you think that this is the worst, the absolute worst thing that could ever happen. But I don't believe God would have given you this if it didn't have a purpose for you. You can handle this and we're with you. Man, what a show of support, not just from pastors and favorite coaches, but from God himself. Our family was blown away that God would choose to use all of these people to surround our son with that kind of strong, steady encouragement right when he needed it most. And when for some reason we had no words ourselves as we were silent, And waited for God to show up, God made a way to reach our son's heart. That is the beautiful picture of how God uses all things for good. We just have to wait on him to do it. He isn't bound by our dreams, our timetable, or even our very best words, but he is bound by his word. We can trust it, even expectantly wait for it, because he will do what he says he will do. Father, I know that it takes time to build trust. Please. Gently build that trust in me so that I can be silent and wait expectantly for you to move, both for me and for those I love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for hanging out with me today, friends. I really hope you enjoyed this excerpt from our newest prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Patience, and that this devotion has helped you see that asking God for patience isn't so scary after all. I also shamelessly hope you'll order your copy right away. You can find it along with a link to the resources that we discussed on today's show in the show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Give them the grace to grow out of this. Those words are written on a sticky note that stays permanently attached to my computer monitor. It was meant to be a reminder about giving my children grace as they mature and grow, but it applies to every single relationship I've ever had. Family, ministry, school, community, you name it. We are all growing and God is at work in our lives every moment of every day. The problem is that sometimes people don't grow as fast as we'd like them to, and God doesn't always act when we think He should. There's this old joke that says, Don't ask God for patience, He'll answer by testing yours. And I think there might be some truth to that. I don't know that God is sitting around in heaven just waiting to test our resolve, but parenting and the Christian life itself is fundamentally built on trusting something we can't always see, a master plan that reveals itself little by little and often takes turns we couldn't predict. If you have ever lacked patience as a parent, allow me to introduce you to my new free five-day devotional, Called Grace to Grow, parenting with patience and prayer. Join me as we unpack what it really means to give our children and ourselves grace to grow. Inside of this free five day devotional, you'll tackle subjects like sibling rivalry, when it feels like God is holding out on you or on your children, learning to forgive, even inside the same house, living in the not knowing, and letting go of having to have it all together. Join me for Grace to Grow. Parenting with Patience and Prayer. Yours free when you sign up at com or in today's show notes. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast, or theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.